0: Welcome back to the Lion's Den as we continue this delicious conversation about the issues real men and real women want to talk about. So come with me. Let's go back inside. You are back inside the Lion's Den with me, Alvie, and Lions. Me, Jay, the Cub, the Gift.
1: <laughs> All is intro. <laughs> Me, H-U-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you all could be with us doing our commercial break. Oh my goodness! We may have to do a show just with commercial breaks.
0: The stuff that happens in the commercial breaks, y'all.
1: FCC band. Man, listen,
0: we can't say it on air. We're sorry, no. guys, but maybe on social media, we might, Perhaps. we might be able to we put that out there. One we'll
1: see. I'm going. Yeah. My, my face is going to be pixelated. <laughs> I have to go to work
0: tomorrow, <laughs> so he can go, He's going to go into witness protection. Right. But, yes, indeed. So we were so we, on the other side of the break, we were talking about what counts as cheating right and Huck mentioned something really interesting you know just in terms of how do you if if we've established that cheating has actually happened inside of the relationship can you recover from it no can you recover
1: absolutely not really no because okay if Mrs. Huck well let's qualify that if she had an emotional affair okay maybe maybe but if she had a physical one no because here's the thing I'm never really gonna forgive her. Every time I get mad, I'm gonna throw her in her face. And then just being real, I'm gonna cheat I'm gonna cheat too. Really? So you guys you guys are just gonna have a cheating yeah. competition. Yeah, Who can out like, cheat? nah, I'm
2: not gonna leave you I, now. I it's mean, a competition. Who's gonna cheat faster? No, I
1: think she would stop. I think like after the first she's like, baby, I cheated on you. And I'm hurt, I go through my hurt. like you're a jerk, I don't like you anymore. And then I come back. Right. But then for me, just be honest, I would think about all the times I could have cheated, but never mm-hmm. cheated. And didn't and find that one I really wanna cheat with, and I'm gonna cheat with them. Really? Yeah. So
0: you would go to so your natural this is what, inclination uh, what is to for
1: your purposes, please. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I love you.
0: This is, well because she's not going to cheat, so we don't have to worry about right. that. So you, but your natural reflex, the the uglier part of who you are or who you have been. Right your instinct would be to go to reflex cheating. Like I'm going to It's just like somebody vengeance, in the face.
1: vengeance cheating. If somebody if somebody especially Jay, if someone were to slap her in the face, it's not <laughs> like, oh I got <laughs> Is she gonna slap her back? So it's it's the same thing and for most men, if they'll be honest, it's the same thing. They could say they wouldn't, but they would.
0: Really? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jay?
2: I think that you can come back from it. I think that for me personally, I wouldn't, I don't th- I don't know that I would necessarily go to an ugly place first. Like, I think that it depends on the extent of, of the cheating as well. Like, is this some ongoing affair? Why like, does
1: that matter? Cause I, I've heard that before from women. They, if it's just a one time thing, they'll forgive it. But if it was like a relationship, like he was going to her high. Right. Old, because
2: you left a woman under the impression that she s- stood in the same role that I do.
1: But what if they know it's just a side, a side situation? And I know that.
2: Then you're allowing her to disrespect me. You're disrespecting me. So now I have to retaliate against the both of you. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I, like, it's hard. Like, it's just better not to do it. <laughs> like, just don't do it. Because if I cheat, everybody's oh going to be hurt. Oh, boy. Everybody.
1: Well, for me, if, 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 if Ms. See, that's the a thing. Like a lot of people say they'll forgive, but they never really get past it. That's the problem. Better for me. That's the problem. If you cheat, let's go ahead and break up. Because at the end of the day, you never really get past it. You always, you always hurt, and some faster. You always gonna be angry, and if you do, you go out, you venture, you cheat. Then now it's like, well, you cheated because I cheated. Now I need to cheat because you cheated. And we all never
0: talk cheating becomes toxic, yeah. Well, I mean like if the if the toxicity is where you're gonna go with that, then there's no question about the fact that it you are better off apart. And it's the thing that we've talked about um before that I think there's a real difference between someone who has cheated and, and somebody who's a cheater. cheater. Yes. You know, like they're They're in the right ugly circumstances. I think most of us have the capacity. Doesn't mean everybody will do it, Mm. but most of us have the capacity to cheat. If you're with your partner and your partner decides all of a sudden, for whatever reason, he or she doesn't want to touch you anymore. So, boom, you're inside of a marriage and you can't sleep with your husband or your wife because they for whatever reason something's going on with them and they won't even touch
1: you so is that cheating
0: where's the tinder app
1: so is that cheating though
0: like so, if you sleep with somebody else when, when your partner's not sleeping with like you but you're you, married if you have a yeah conversation, it's cheating
1: you have a conversation with your partner they say i'm just not feeling you like that mm-hmm. and then they tell you go ahead and do do you mm-hmm. and then you go and actually do you is that cheating Te- that sounds like me. the end of
0: a relationship that's what, it, says, that's what it is no, to me but like,
1: what if y'all are, like, is
0: cheating a, the secret is that what it is for you the deception so that if it's open like so now I think it's a little bit different if you have an open marriage All right. Right? right, which I don't believe in because I don't believe that that's a marriage but that's my own personal mm-hmm. right. position okay but everybody has their own positions I just don't consider that a marriage what's mm-hmm. the point of getting married then like I just don't you're, you're one you could be wonderful partners or companions but why the whole point of marriage is exclusive You know, that's the whole point that I am forsaking all others to choose only you. That's the point of marriage. Mm -hmm. So to me, if it's open, it's not a marriage. And and if your partner is saying to you, feel free to just go do whatever to me that at that moment, we are no longer inside of a marriage. This Mm -hmm. is not a covenant anymore. This is something else. So, um, and, and that something else could work for you all. It just would never work for me. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I can't, I can't imagine trying to flip that thing into a pretzel and say that we're still inside of this marital commitment while one of us is sleeping with somebody else, even if it's known. Now people might argue that it's not cheating because it is known, right. you know, like, and I guess, and, and then I guess we go to the notion of intention and mm-hmm. that things are communicated. There's nothing that is hidden. So is it still cheating? I think it's cheating on what the, the, what the agreement is supposed to be in terms of the agreement, the institution, the understanding of what marriage is. I might not be cheating on you because you said go, but I'm cheating on who we were supposed to be. Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Right. I do. So from a relationship standpoint, you have a man and woman. The woman, let's just say, because I get tired. how y'all were saying we do stuff. A woman has cheated on the man.
0: Uh huh. Because it happens and a they, lot.
1: They decide they want to really work this out. Okay. What does that roadmap look like?
0: It's not an easy one, but you said you said they decide they want to work this mm-hmm. out. Okay. That is a is a huge factor because it can't be just one of you who wants this marriage to work out. You both have to actively want this marriage to work if you don't want that if both of you don't want that if both of you are not committed to that then it is going to be a problem there's no question about it because no one person can love enough to compensate for For the the other other person's lack of love Mm -hmm. lack of loyalty lack of commitment so i don't I cannot say that there's any straight line from here to success inside of keeping the marriage together if both parties are not 100% invested right. in that process. And then when that once you begin that process, then it's a, it's a matter of determining because for each couple it's different how honest do you want to be about where you both been,
1: you know. What is that Okay, what does that mean when you say how honest you can you be from where you where you were, do you mean that you talk about the infidelity in detail? Right. Like Right. Okay. So so you say or y'all are saying that if the woman who has cheated, she Mm -hmm. needs to disclose what that looked like.
0: Only if the partner wants to know.
1: Would you suggest that?
0: So I think that everybody has the right to determine how they need to heal. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think that everything is always productive, but I think that when you are the violated party inside of it and the, the lack of answers are eating you alive kind of thing, that those are the things that are plaguing you, that you can't get over it because you are trying to imagine and rewrite. And sometimes the story you write for yourself is worse worse than the reality. So sometimes it is better to just have the conversation and, from my perspective, and, I'm not, and you'll get various therapists and counselors and coaches who will have different opinions about this. And there's no singular consensus, so let me be clear about that. But from my personal opinion, the more you can put on the table, the better it is. Really? Yes. And the reason I say that is because when pieces of it fall out later on, you almost go through the fracture all over again as opposed to just putting as much as the other person wants to know, was willing to know, interested to know on the table from the beginning. Let's go through all of the mess now Mm -hmm. so that, as we recover, we're not recovering on a portion of the truth. And
2: then small pieces and
0: pieces then, then small pieces, on, pieces yep. fall out later on and then you're pissed off over and over again. And then pieces. you're reliving the violation and then you're adding to it and you end up, a lot of times you end up supersizing it. You know, you're taking the violation and you're putting steroids on it because each piece makes you wonder what else you don't know. So right. why
1: not just, okay, she cheated. Uh-huh. Let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. Versus unwrapping it because,
0: well, for most men, interestingly enough, more men don't want to know the details. Don't want to know Women always want to know the details.
2: Every single
0: thing. we
1: want to know everything. But why? 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 It's like the death of a, with a thousand cuts. Right. Why would you? Why would you? Well, want because
2: it's like, well, what feeling did you get from this? What happened? Like, why? Why would you go there? What was it that was insufficient here? for you to go there what was so special about that person because the thing that I think that women struggle with the most is that most times when men cheat you guys are like it didn't mean anything okay well if it didn't mean anything you were willing to risk this this relationship that we have invested X amount of time in you're supposed to be in love with so on and so forth hmm. for something that meant absolutely nothing so what does that mean that we meant to you
1: well that, when we when we say that we don't literally mean that it didn't mean anything it just didn't mean what you think it meant
2: yeah, but if we don't know that, if we if you're not trying to come forward, because I think the guys get antsy about giving the details, like, oh, no, she's going to find this part out, and then she's going to blow up about this all over again. Like, right. just give it to us all at once so that we can process it for what it is, because if I find out later that there was more to this story, or there were four other times that you slept with this, this chick or whatever, like, then I feel like I'm lied to again. I can't trust anything that you say.
1: So, so... Again, that's that's where my struggle is with this part of the conversation. You want to know so many details. So it's like, if we're trying to heal and we commit to that, doing this healing process, the more I disclose, you may change your mind and I want to um, heal it. Well,
2: but what's also important is how we found out about the cheating.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because if you didn't tell me, mm-hmm. and I found out by way of uh, your phone buzzing and you happen to not be next oh, to it way. or some chick... Reaches out to me on social media Or she found my number and she's calling me To tell me all of the things that happened And then when I'm trying to come to you About what's going on I still have to pull teeth to get the truth out I, I don't have anything else to go off of Except for what she said Or what it is that I saw So I have to interpret what your intention was Through these messages And obviously your intention was to sleep with this woman So where, where does it go from there?
1: Again if I think we talked about this a, uh, earlier show, is it helpful? I forget what we were talking about, like being helpful and like being relevant, I guess, for best, the best I can recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, is it helpful for you to really know all that stuff? Absolutely. My opinion, I say no, because the more, you know, it's like, again, this is just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's very few occasions when someone cheats. And then that relationship relationship can, can continue mm-hmm. and be something that thrives.
2: Well, I mean, I think that it's possible. I've seen people do it on a number of occasions. And it thrives? Mm-hmm. But it can, came with complete transparency. Mm-hmm. It's the, you have the intention of actually working on this relationship and writing, trying to write whatever it is that you did wrong. Um, because for some people, the cheating is the pivotal point in the relationship where we finally do sit down and we have a real conversation about what it is that you want or what was missing or what was frustrating you. Right. Because if, if you don't feel like you can come to me about those things then and you have to go somewhere else to get it, we weren't going to have a successful, successful relationship to begin with.
1: Well, I, I, see, I see that. But then I also see like a lot of times women equate cheating with them being inadequate. And that's not always the case. That's
0: absolutely true. Because sometimes with them, you're talking about women seeing themselves as inadequate. And that's why he went someplace else. That's what you're saying. And it really is not about your inadequacies. A lot of times it's not even about that. It has more to do with what he's going through than it has to do with you. Now, you can contribute.
1: Do you agree with me? Yes. Clutch. We can in the show right
0: now. Wow. <laughs> like there, you know, sometimes I mean like it may contribute to something what's what's going on inside of your relationship dynamics could be contributing to that there could be some things that are missing in your relationship dynamics that are helping to nurture whatever his stuff is but nine times out of ten it's already his stuff and then his stuff is being magnified by the our stuff that's going on inside of the relationship so and then like we've we've mentioned this before then you can have situations where you're just dealing with a dude just trash like he's just he's just not a quality human being when it comes to that and that's that's a whole different brand a whole different situation and that's what i'm talking about you're dealing with a cheater Mm -hmm. and and let me be clear You can have someone who's a cheater, who is a good guy, but he's a terrible partner. Mm -hmm. Like he does not know how to do fidelity, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean he's a horrible human being. He's just trash as a partner, you know, like, and I know lots of people who are able to still be friends with partners that couldn't be husbands, but they're great dads, you know, and, and they're really good friends, but they're not good partners they don't know how they really can exist independent of each other and you don't have to demonize the whole human being you know like just because he's not great to you as a partner doesn't mean that you have to trash him as a parent right he could be a fabulous dad and he can be loyal and wonderful where his kids are concerned but he just does not know how to be loyal sexually where you're concerned and it just he may not have ever been marriage material but it doesn't make him a terrible human being and it doesn't make him a horrible dad just because that's the case. And he could be an amazing professional, but those things are all separate skills. They require separate parts of his personhood. And you know, I, I I believe character matters and I, I will admit that someone who is a liar will tend to lie about all kinds of things. So if it's, if it's trash character that's a slight, you know, we have, each of those things are a little bit different.
1: So you said earlier that you differentiate cheating pre che- marriage mm-hmm. th- versus post-marriage.
0: The impact is different. Wow. Um, and impact in that when you're dating, a lot of that for, for many people, a lot of that is casual, you know, like I, I'll, I'll totally admit Matt cheated on several of his girlfriends, you know, when he was when he was out there because he was young and he was not committed. He didn't even really want to be a boyfriend, like none of that stuff, but it was what she wanted. So like, all right, fine. You know, like, but so I'm dealing with you and I'm dealing with somebody else and I'm, you know, and he was at that point in his life where it was all about a game, you know, like how many girls could you get? How many, this, that, and the other, he was an athlete. He was cute. He's, I mean, he's a beautiful man. So he was inside that point, that place in his life where it was just Commitment wasn't really his thing. But he you was said, but, young.
1: But you just say commitment, though.
0: Be But if you're dating and we're supposed to be just you and me, right. you're supposed to be my boyfriend. That's what I'm speaking on. Okay, but that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So he's supposed to be their boyfriend, but he's he 18 years old. You know, like he's having a good time. You know, like he's in college. He's He's doing his thing. It was not he had a hard time. Committing to someone that he was not really ready to be committed to, but she was pushing for the commitment, so he gave her the lip service of, you know, all right, you know,
1: we're but, we're in this. Different though, like say before me and Mrs. Hug got married, that whole mm-hmm. engagement piece, we mm-hmm. weren't married. But we weren't single, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Had I cheated on her doing that portion?
0: That would be different to me, too. Wow. So I think that different in the, and let me be clear about different in sense okay. dating versus engaged versus marriage. Mm-hmm. If you cheated when you were dating, that does not necessarily guarantee that you're going to cheat inside of an engagement and cheat inside of marriage doesn't guarantee it, but it would be enough of a reason for a woman to keep her eye on you. Right. Then inside of the, um, The engagement, if you're cheating inside of the engagement, the likelihood is high that you're going to cheat inside of the marriage. Okay, I find dating, casually dating and, you know, these pseudo commitments to each other to be a, a great deal more gray area in terms of relationship, then the exclusivity that comes from now we're thinking about marriage. We're ready to get married. Now we're engaged and we're getting married. Mm -hmm. That's a bit different because that is where we are supposed to be committing to only one another. Dating can be a little
1: uh, like, it sounds like you're giving these guys a hall pass.
0: I'm not trying to give them a hall pass at all. I fundamentally believe in pure honesty. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. But I recognize now as a married woman, that the status of dating and the status of marriage are two totally different things. The maturity associated with dating and the maturity associated with marriage, two different things. Now dating is the practice field for marriage. So ideally you are doing that well there, then you're doing that well inside of engagement, then you're doing that well inside of marriage. But if you're going to mess up anywhere, you mess up in practice, you don't mess up in the game, you know, like, so there's a lot more forgiveness and terms of the mistakes that we may make in practice than the mistakes we're going to make during the Super Bowl and marriage is the Super Bowl we're in this thing and it's high stakes if this goes wrong so that is the distinction that I'm making between those different levels of commitment that there are mistakes that are going to be made and you would want those to be made at the dating phase where they have far less fallout. You're not talking about separating families, household lives, names, credit cards, the list goes on and on. You know, you're not separating all of those things, but rather we're in dating. We're figuring things out that in marriage, not to say that we don't have to continue to grow, but that fidelity part, that part ideally would already be figured out.
1: So let me ask both of y'all this. It feels good to be on this side of um, <laughs> in the interview because, you know, y'all be trying to get it out. But we're not going to... Guys, I got y'all. We're going to rock this out. Turning my hat back to the other side. So And he what, really did. Yeah, I did it. Because I don't lie. <laughs> what What are deal breakers for you all as mm. far as cheating? And he got silent. Why did he get silent? Hmm. Okay, I throw some things out. Uh, you see your significant other kiss a
2: woman. Not a deal breaker.
1: So you telling me you can see your husband kiss another dude? No, well, that's a deal breaker. You can see, you, know, you can see your husband kiss another female. I ain't talking about the little kiss, the cultural kiss. I'm talking oh, about no,
2: no, that's a problem.
1: So that's is that is that a deal breaker?
2: It depends on how it unravels following that. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. That's a good question.
1: I mean, Mm.
0: If I saw him married. Okay, yeah, so right we're now. husband. Currently, okay. right now. Kiss another female? All
1: in.
2: Intentionally in front of me?
1: I, t- take intentions out.
0: Like no, you no, accidentally, like you, we you accidentally a, see it. You
1: walk up on a okay. one of your girlfriends' calls and say, hey, you know, your husband. I
0: saw him so-and-so so, so place, and then you get there, and he doesn't realize that you're there, and he kisses this woman, you, and you see fully it. fully Okay. Mm. Is it a deal breaker in terms of, is the marriage over? Or is it a deal breaker in terms of...
1: I say marriage. Marriage first.
0: No, the marriage no. isn't over.
1: Are you going to go and turn and kiss somebody else the same way?
0: Mm. No. I'm petty, so...
1: You,
2: no, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, I'm not.
1: Okay, so what if it was physicality? You know, because we're on the radio and I want to... Right, we're trying detail. to be... Right, intimacy. Right. Mm-hmm. But not full on intimacy.
0: Okay, but there was some but measure thought-
1: of... Heavy touching Can we say you
0: know that? okay, but you know that this happened, you might not have seen it, but you know for you, a fact you, that it happened, happened. Mm, that might be, is it over that might be over it's not it. over
1: it's, it's still not over
0: it may not be over, not it, and let me be clear, I have been married for almost a quarter of a century so, so
1: does that make a difference? Yes, wow,
0: because if if during, let's just say that if during the course of our marriage, we've never had any of these issues, all right, and then we hit a spot inside of our marriage where he, whether it is a crisis of faith he's struggling with, a crisis of personal identity, there could be a hundred different things that he is struggling with. And as a result of what it is he's struggling with, he is not the person that I've known, I have a choice that I have to make. Mm-hmm. Will I make a decision? Uh, will I remember all of the 23 years that he's been amazing and dump him for the one week that he made, hypothetically speaking, horrible decisions? Or will I take the 23 years that we've invested and at least try to see whether or not we can get to the bottom of what's going on and heal what's going on inside of him. And for me, I've I've invested way too much to dump that instantly. So, I would say that not in terms of disrespecting myself or not valuing myself, but I value all of the years that we've spent that I would have I would instinctively want to figure out that this person that I adore who what's going on with them? And if there's something that we can do to heal that, if it turns out that he has become a cheater, not that he cheated, then, then it would be over. It would have to be over. I'd have to let him go. But it would break my heart to have to let him go.
1: Jay, yeah, same, same thing.
0: Mm, I haven't been married
2: um, <laughs> right? a quarter of a the quarter the century. century. I've been right? married a quarter of a quarter. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, um of this thing. Right. <laughs> So I don't know. Like I would, I would, I'm with her on the fact that I would try, right? but it depends on how I came across this, this information because seeing it for yourself versus like you stumbled across messages is like, that's completely different because messages, it wasn't right in my face, but with it right in my face, I, one, it's a different level of disrespect whether you knew I was there or not. And then secondarily, like... You can't unfeel that feeling. Mm -hmm. You feel betrayed. And if I feel betrayed in that way, I don't know with my personality and how I feel about loyalty, I don't know that I can recover.
0: Okay. Well, like every other conversation, it always gets delicious and then we have to to leave the den. So we thank you guys for listening. Always join us again for another show. DM us, send us messages on social media. We will do shows that are your ideas. We love having you here. We'll see you guys again soon. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. You, the listeners, are always our inspiration. If you'd like to join the conversation or submit a show idea, we'd love to hear from you. You can connect with Alvion at alvionlions.com or on Instagram at alvion.lions. Join us again next week. Same time, same station, same great conversation. We'll see you soon.